Yo, what up, 3 and 0 on 104.5 The Zone? Happy to be out and about on a Wednesday afternoon in the Music City. I look right behind Ron Slay, and I see the downtown skyline. Doesn't that look beautiful? You look beautiful, but the skyline looks beautiful, too. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. There he is, Ron Slay. Don Davenport off today, but we are out and about. Nashville Sounds game coming up tonight. It is zone night with the Nashville Sounds. Ramon Foster throwing out the first pitch. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait. I just want to know, I want to know that he warm up this morning in the backyard, get a, a couple throws in, because I haven't seen the video or anything. Nobody called me and said Ramon's warming up. I need to know these things. Here's the thing. As somebody that's done this several times, like you, it's hard to prepare. You got to go find a mound. See? Like people think, oh, I just need to throw a little bit before I get. If that you're throwing it. on flat ground, it's going to be a whole lot different. You're going to bounce it. Oh, it could get ugly. So when you're on the mound, you got to aim like just above the, depending on how hard you throw it, just above the catcher's head. So what would your advice be? You, we're going to get Ramon on, and you'll be able to give him a little advice. What would your advice be to a guy? How you want to get out there and throw it? I would ask the sounds uh, personnel if I can go to the uh, the bullpen mound and throw a few. So you like to me. Ron Slay, the hind You like me. Yeah, and this, that's why I need to be. And, and guess what? I don't even necessarily need to have a glove to be the hand catcher. That's how cold I am. So I'm going, I'm going to channel all my great energy and greatness of an athlete to Ramon, give him that, and see what he does up on the mound. Because behind the, behind the plate, I'm putting on the show. Now, I'm not here to show what him What kind up. of show are you going to put on? Yeah, you got you to gotta get out here and watch. Like Frank Drummond and Naked Gun? I, 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 <laughs> you know. You know, he was the umpire, but I mean, same thing. He's behind the plate. I'm you so good. I'm so good, Brent. This is how good I am. I can be the high catcher and the ump. I'll let you know if it's a strike here's, or not. Here's the problem, though, Ron Sol. same page right now that's what i'm telling you <laughs> by the way uh we are at third and home come by and see us uh they are o- open this place is awesome we got a couple of dudes drinking beer in front of us always love that oh man that's so a, good like a pepsi oh yeah cheers, so got cheers bro <laughs> cheers with no cheers we were just talking about like you know we should be able to like drink a few beers since we're at the ballpark while we do the show and you said and walk around and then will bowling who is here president and ceo of digital operations yep. at the zone uh, said Will. Uh, he said uh, Buck does that at training camp, and I'm like, Buck drinks beer at training camp. He said, No, he walks around. I'm like, Well, yeah, you walk around. Yeah, camp. yeah. But he should, guess what? Buck should be able to drink beer. Do you imagine? At, oh yes. If he had a keg behind him at training camp under the tent, oh, he'd I, never come out. I promise you, I sneak under the table. I'll be under his table for 45 minutes. That would look funny. Why is Ron Slay under your table? He's just keg standing. A uh, lot going on today. we got a lot of guests uh, for you. Coach Mack, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans, will join us at 320. Austin Huff from CorkBats.com is fired up about Carson Wentz uh, in the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Basically, what did they expect is kind of his, his take there. 420-ish, probably closer oh. to 430. Todd Furman, our guy in Vegas, uh, will help you out with some sports bets. Uh, I don't know that Ron Slay needs them. I've been on fire during the Olympics. I've been on You're fire. You're crushing the Olympics I am sports crushing betting. the Olympics. Now, I want to venture over a little bit. I'm going to ask Todd, what else can I venture over into a field of? Like, ba- no, I want, to, I want to stay with the Olympics. I want, like, is badminton still going on? Yeah, that's, like, that's what I'm talking about. Field hockey? Yeah, like, yeah. On and, the blue turf, you can't even see the ball. And when they were, um, 
last night they were doing a high dive. Um, for, they said that's from three stories up. Can you imagine high diving from three stories up? Every time I see the high dive, always off the platform. Yeah, off the I platform. I always think of Greg Louganis in the '84 Olympics in LA, where he hit his head on the back. Ah. Ooh, I don't want those memories. And Ooh. it takes a set. Like, there's a lot of blood. Like, you cut your head open. There's a lot of blood up there. And then you dropping. Yeah, and you're dropping. So I don't. I don't remember like if the blood started coming out before he hit the water or after. <laughs> So, oh, this is where I am. Do they, but I, I was watching I field hockey slaying. I, I I was getting really frustrated because the field's big. I thought these dudes should be scoring more than two to two. Like mm-hmm. this game should not be two mm-hmm. to two. You're right. I need more from field hockey. If you want me to watch field hockey, <laughs> I need more than two to two late in the game. You know what you made me go do though? Watch water polo. You made me go watch I water, love water polo. Hey man, there's a lot going on there. Oh my goodness! And they get a fi- it's like they try to get the fouls. In water polo, and they give them like a power play. They're like ducks, man. It looks all calm and collected above water. Man, and they, underneath, they're like kicking each other in the junk. And I'm gonna tell you what you got. Everything's watch. fair under the water. In front of that, though, in front of the goalie, the two people that are jockeying for position, like they're real life, close fist hitting each other. Like I, I'm like, dude, how can you do that? Like, I know. Me, just going conscious. Joe Judge and make them all run. <laughs> yeah, and they, see, and then everybody will back out. They wouldn't compete. The same. I heard that he made assistant coaches run the other day for something. No, old school man. This guy. Oh, that man ain't gonna be that long. No, it's only one guy that can do that. Judge Judy. <laughs> if you're gonna go down the judge path, I want to see Judge Judy coaching the football team. <laughs> that woman makes fifty million dollars a year. Did you know that? No. Fifty million. Look it up. Yeah, please. Fifty million. Baby, get on a it, baby. Year. Are you kidding me? Why would you ever retire, dude? If I died, I would get frozen so I could still be Judge Judy. <laughs> With the gavel like this? Yeah. She's waiting on a decision. Yeah, just pull the string. It'll right. go down. <laughs> <laughs> 50 mil? Get my state. 50 more million. Because when I come back in 2087? A year. I'm going to be loaded. It's like she signed an NBA contract. I know. This is my favorite time of year. This All these banana. NBA contracts. This is banana. Like you're like, hey, uh, Joe Christofferson. Signed for four years, eight hundred million dollars, and you're like, I don't even know who Joe Christopherson is. Really went to anything. Then I look Joe Christopherson up, and he's like, Oh, he averaged five point four points and two point three rebounds, and he got seventy million. It's I'm amazing. Like, what? It's amazing. And then Derrick Henry's making what he's making, right? And crashing into people for a living, not during practice. I don't want to see that guy practice. No, nah. he can go over there on field three and do whatever the heck he. Oh, wants he can to come do. out here with us. He can come over here with us. So why they, why they gotta go? He can on? drink protein shakes and vegetables, and I'm sure they let him use a blender. <laughs> <laughs> he can do all that stuff. Yes, he could walk around with chicken breast and uh, <laughs> and without uh, question, hey, in Tupperware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and take it to go. Do you want to see like more from Derrick Henry? Because he, like you see individual stuff right. he's doing, he's not doing very much. Yeah, and listen, I, once, I want to ask Coach Mack like. When he got in the game, what was training camp like compared mm-hmm. to now yeah. with some dudes? Because, you know, you talk about, you know, uh, rep maintenance and all that stuff. I would love to I would love to know that. Um, also, with Derrick Henry, after you're two years in, three years in, and we'll have Ramon on, I ask him, that veteran status got to kick in. And even though it's not even veteran status with him, like, dude, you carry a workload that's, that deserves so much off time. Like every single day until Thursday. If there's no game on Thursday, start warming up on Friday. 
walk through on Saturday, Sunday, See, bringing them stiff arms to the game. Everybody's freaking out about Julio Jones not practicing. He's been My people there. in Atlanta told me, don't expect that guy to practice. Right. Right. Now, I know he came down gingerly the other day, and that's w- what has led to the concern. But mm-hmm. the head coach today saying, uh, you know, he called it Julio watch himself. Like, he used those words. He's like, look, man, you know, we, we're all on the same page here. Right. Don't ask me every day. Yeah. He'll be ready when the season starts. We had one of your guys on from Atlanta, and, and he said that on the air. He was like, man, don't, don't expect this guy to practice. And I, I, listen, man, a vet of his stature, I, I need you on game day. If it starts affecting game day, then I need you out there in practice. But until that point, man, cut it short, brother. Cut it short. Be ready to go. Give us some of these young guys that need it. They need them. They need them reps, man. Hanging out at third and home today. We'd love to see you out here. Come drink beer in front of us. Tailgate before the Sounds game. Doubleheader tonight. Starts at 6.05. Uh, doors open at 5.05. Ramon Foster throwing out the first pitch. Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? Because you, you said a doubleheader. Doubleheader. So they so – they, Two games are better than one. It's like uh, foot surgeries in Indianapolis. It's like it's like Indianapolis night here at the Sounds game. You get the two for one. <laughs> the two for one foot surgery. Hey, so the same guys are going to play in the second game? Yeah. Man, that's, They're that's two seven-inning games, and the Sounds will actually be the visiting team for some reason in the second one in so their own ballpark. So what happened to the seventh inning stretch? Uh, they'll do it in the fifth inning. See how confidently I, I, I said that, and I have yeah, no idea. And Will, Will just said six. Fifth or six. I, well, I'm, I'm, okay, Will, what are you <laughs> diagnosing injuries over here? Five to 12 weeks. This is my problem with that. They'll do it one through seven, somewhere in there. I, I, you think? <laughs> Will's I, mad that I'm giving him. Practice. I'm not comfortable with that. I, I need the seven-minute stretch because don't they play the music? And well, you everything? can stretch after the seventh, game, uh, seventh inning and then get ready for the next game. What about the players? So how long is the delay? They're professional between? athletes, man. What you, True. This is true. I would think you got to be a little tired. I will say this, though. If I was playing minor league baseball, if I was playing any kind of baseball, there'd be a keg somewhere near the dugout. So we need to go. So you're telling me we need to go hang in the bullpen and carry one Do you over think there. they would let us sit in the dugout during the game? That'd be we tough. could offer a lot. You know, comedic relief, inspiration, Definitely. motivation. I, I just like to be on the top. I wouldn't do the inchworm on the top. On the top See, of the dugout. You say things like that, and then they, they can make that happen. I know they can. Be careful. I just do planks. Because I'm uh, working on my core anyway. So the weather is amazing. It's 73.9 degrees inside third and home. It's mm-hmm. not much higher outside. Um, they, they've got the garage door garage doors open. The bar is, is up and running, uh, ready for you outside, inside, whatever you want to do. Tons of televisions, great food. You've already been in the menu where they have stuffed breadsticks. Or yeah, that looked pretty dope right there. The stuffed breadsticks with the uh, pepperoni and the cheese. Ooh, it's like a, they got a hot pocket. <laughs> it's almost like a hot pocket. It's better, Will just said. It's got to be better than a hot pocket. Give me extra marinara sauce with the new hot pocket, the third and home hot pocket. I'm gone. I will, I will say this. When when I came with Paul Mason came and, and uh, uh, Becky from Sales came, mm-hmm. and they wanted us to try some of the menu items um, when, when they opened up, and they, they offered up the, uh, the stuffed restaurant. They, they were really good. I need all restaurants in Nashville to, to tap in and do that. I need to go around and just try stuff. Y'all, I'm fine with that. Come really sit at your bar and try stuff. Listen, if I owned a restaurant in this town, I would have you doing live endorsements all Dude, day long. Like, I like to eat. And, and I'm going to be a, a, a good critic. And I wouldn't even care if, like, other restaurants also used you to endorse their stuff. Because you're a man of the people. Right. You're a man of the town. Right. You're a man of the food. Right. And I'm going to tell you what God loves. That's the truth. I don't know what else they want. Call Hunk if you want uh, Ron Slade to. That's right. Endorse your restaurant. Call them right now. 
and especially third and home. We'll be endorsing them today. They are awesome. Discover Hit City is your national sounds take on the Toledo Mud Hens. We're a doubleheader at Look. First Horizon Park. First pitch tonight at 6.05. The first 750 fans receive the final George Jones Legend Wind-Up Racer giveaway courtesy of First Horizon. For tickets, visit nationalsounds.com. Come see us. Come tailgate. Come drink beer in front of us. We'll be here until 6 o'clock. Ramon Foster will be here at 5. You can uh, get his autograph and take pictures with him. All that stuff coming up. Three HL one zero four five. This zone out and about today. Brent Doherty, Ron Slay, Don Davenport. The day off. She's dealing with hand, foot. Is that what it's called? Foot, hand, mouth, mouth, foot, hand, hand, foot, mouth. Extremitosis. Not her. Her baby. I was asking her how things were going. She's like, "Yeah, we have uh, mouth sores." I'm like, "We meaning you too?" She's like, "No, no, 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 baby vibes." Look at you going. I, I guess what I'm on. I'm online. I can see. It took can, you this long to get online. Yeah, I can see. I can see. I All can right. See clearly now. The rain is gone. No rain today. We're at third and home, getting ready right. for this sounds game tonight. Actually, two doubleheader tonight starts at six oh five. Ramon Foster throwing out the first pitch. It's zone night here. That's uh, gonna be good. First Horizon Park. We're at third and home. You can come uh, drink beer in front of us. We would love to see you. And come see say it. hello. Ron Slay's got his Boom Boom Room shirt on. Yeah, locked and loaded. I've got my Sounds jersey on. Locked and loaded. But you know what else I have on? What else you got on? Sounds jersey. Hey, look at my guy. He's in the building. Boom Boom Room shirt. Yeah. I'm I'm there for you, man. There for you. I'm talking about Brent. Uh, Coach Mack's always uh, there for us, and uh, we always enjoy these weekly visits. Coach Mack presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans will uh, coach you up in the insurance game. Coach Mack, what's up? How are you? Hey, Brent, you guys, uh, we're all kind of uh, different places. I'm down here at Stonecom with Larry Stone and Doug Matthews uh, going over this statewide coach-to-coach that we're getting ready to launch here uh, next week. And so we're all in different spots, but we're still all together. Uh, Hey, Ramon Foster, I will just say this before we get into talking uh, football. Ramon Foster will throw a burning 85 to 87-mile-per-hour fastball right over the heart of the plate tonight, Ooh. I predict. Oh, he's I've always known that. you to be a truthful man, Coach. <laughs> but I, I'm i going to have to question that. Since I won't be able to be there, I want video of it. But you, okay. guys tell, you, you guys tell Big Ramon that Coach Mack has got complete confidence that he will split the plate with that pitch tonight. The big ragu. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Coach Mack, uh, in the training camp now, um, what what are some general observations uh, that, that you've seen from the guys out there at training camp? Well, the first the first thing is, let's, let's just say this. There's a dramatic difference, guys, in how the weather affects training camp. I mean, there really is. Last week, with that heat and humidity, when you stepped out there and were there for longer than 20 minutes, I mean, you were breathing mayonnaise, okay? I mean, it was on top of you, all right? These last three days, it's been like being in La Jolla, okay? It's been beautiful. It's been great. They put the pads on this week. The energy level has been good. The things that I notice, you know, first of all, let, let's just talk about, you know, the, the, the emergence of, of Caleb Farley on the practice field now and just being able to watch him. This is the first time I've ever seen him in person. I've vetted his 2019 tape, but when you see him in person and then you watch, not only the length and the height, 
but just the ability that, to do the things that you have to do as a defensive back. And, and let me say this. Most of the times when you've got a long, high-cut corner like that, you know, being able to, to the change of direction, the transitions, the, the flipping of the hips, that's not their strong point. Just because they've got such long levers. This guy has got height, he's got length, he's got reach, but he's got that type of movement that you just, I mean, it's, it's, I coached a Hall of Fame cornerback in my years coaching the National Football League and Aeneas Williams. Hall of Fame player, that says it all, but I've never had one physically that looked like Caleb Farley. I'm wow. excited. I was excited to see him get on the field. Very yeah, Titans, Titans fans are loving hearing that. We had Mike Keith on yesterday, and this is what he said about the same guy, very similar to what you just said. Mm-hmm. He's the most different-looking corner we've ever had. He said, I don't know he's going to be the best corner. I don't know if, that he's going to be top five, but we've never had a corner who has his gifts in terms of size and length. He looks that different out there, doesn't he? He does. I mean, he just he's long. And, and again, as I say, when I, when I start you know, looking at players – you know, it, I mean, you have to be more than that. You have to have the requisite skills that put you you know, someplace else for the for the position. And so, just the length, but the length with the movement of a guy that usually is a lot smaller is what's intriguing about him. And plus, I've seen him do the drills where he double flips, double forty-five flips, and goes up and high points a deep throw over the shoulder. This guy, all of that stuff is there now. How, how long does it take him to progress into the National Football League, nuances of what that is? But I will say this, just watching him do some things, just like in the one-on-ones when they were working on release drills, which is, you know, it's not full speed, but the ability and the separation that he's able to get with those go-go gadgets that he's got on a receiver coming off of the line of scrimmage, and then the, the, the space area that he's going to be able to cancel because of how long he is, I'm really excited about watching this young player. Goodness gracious, Coach Mack, you got me fired up, man. I'm talking about run through the brick wall. Where's the training camp door? That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> Coach Mack. Them the, type of, <laughs> them the type of guys we want to see. And I remember talking about him in the draft, and we were talking about getting right. guys that are football guys. Is that what you see a collection of out there right now, Coach Mack? Well, let's just go to Caleb Farley again, uh, uh, Ron. Let's go to him. Mm-hmm. The thing I really like about him, too, Anytime that he is not in there, he is either with Bayard or he's with Jack Rabbit mm. or he's with because he wants to know. He wants to know. And that and that to me, see, the, the, there's a lot of things that, 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 that I pay attention to having been a longtime coach in this league. First of all, is how much attention when they're not on the field do rookies pay to what's going on on the right. field? How right. much attention? And then how much retention do they have, right? Because mm-hmm. how much uh, uh, non, you know, how, how much are they non-repeat offenders? That's important to look at. And then just, just watch them and watch them correct mistakes. And, and to me, I mean, I love the fact that he is totally immersed in the practice, whether he's on the field or whether it's his turn to watch. And I like that a lot. And- and Coach Mack, that's 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 what I love to hear as a fan, and then as a player, um, the, 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 as an athlete, you like to see the vets leading. Is that what you're seeing out of a guy oh, like yes. Janoris Jenkins, giving everybody? And you see the guys like Christian Fulton, guys like that coming along, and Amani Hooker, those guys talking. But Janoris Jenkins setting the bar to where everybody is listening and taking tidbits from him. 
Well, you know, I, I was on a staff that drafted Jack Rabbit coming out of college. Mm-hmm. And so we knew what we had. But when we got there, here's the thing about Jack Rabbit. And, and he's physically gifted, but he loves playing ball. Right. He loves ball. And I've been in the classroom with him for the first four years of his career every day. So I know what he is like in the classroom. And the other thing is, is he has got the type of personality that draws people in. Ron, you are on a lot of teams. There are just some guys that guys like to be around because they know that they're, you know, they're not only good dudes to be around, but they understand that they are professionals in what they're doing. And that's what they got. That's what they have in Jackrabbit. And so, yes, I, I love watching that. And I like watching Kevin Byard. And I like, I like, you know, and I've talked about Amani Hooker, how different he looks this year. And he's playing with, with, with so much more awareness and so much more confidence. But this is going to be important because this is a new team. This is a right. new team. And you've got new guys that came into this team, whether you came in from somewhere else or whether you were brought in, you know, you know collegiately. This is a new team, and so for everybody to be on the same page, coaches can only carry the message so far, Ron, and you know that. But the message has to be continued in the locker room, and the locker room happens with the fellas. And so that's where it has to continue. And so they have to communicate. They have to talk. I see Dylan Radens constantly with Ben Jones or with Taylor Lewan and Roger, you know, talking with those guys. That's the only way you learn in the National Football League, over and above, getting in your book, doing your job, listening to your coaches, because those guys, the veterans, you're a professional player, and you'll know there's things that you can impart. It may be a small thing, but additions of small things turn out to be a big thing. And the biggest thing you could give as a veteran player to a rookie is, look, I've been through this before. Mm-hmm. It's hard now. Let me show you how to make it not as hard. Coach Mack, presented by Farm Bureau Healthlands, need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Healthlands coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Talking about Titans training camp with Coach Mack as we broadcast live from third and home. Come by and see us as you get off work. Heck, leave work early. Just let on down. Come have a beer. I mean, what, what more do you need? Nice day? Us? Hey, Brent, I was, I was, I was with Farm Bureau. I was with Randy Wilmore and Farm Bureau people at a, at, a, at a Sounds game a couple of weeks ago. That's a great place. It really is. That that park is a great place. We they had us up there in a suite, and I'm talking to people on either side and down in the stands, and just that is a really wonderful place. The atmosphere there, and with the weather like it is tonight, it's a double header. You said tonight, yes, yep. sir. That should be jam packed. That's a great place. It's a great venue. Coach Mack, let me, let me ask you this. We're talking about atmosphere yeah. and how you set standards. And you, you, you set a mentality with training camp to lead into the season because you're not going to have these opportunities in the season to get after it. Let me ask you, in your day of coaching, Coach Mack, how many times did, did you, you have to break up fights or the players have to break up fights in training camp? Look, there's a difference between dust-ups because, you know, you're going one-on-one. It's a physical game. I mean, and, you know, there's going to be that. It's right. hot. You know, it, it, those types of things. But to have an all-out, like, Braveheart brawl where you've got two sides running at each other and everybody empties out there, that's a complete waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's a complete lack of control, and it's, not, it, it's so nonproductive, I can't even – I don't even have adjectives for it. And you know whose fault it is? It's the head coach's fault. Uh-huh. 
Because you set that tempo and you set that attitude and that expectation from the first time you ever take over as a head coach. Look, I work for Mike Ditka, one of the most physical, volatile players and probably personalities ever in the National Football League. You would not tolerate that on the football field. Mm-hmm. Because if it happens in a game, guess what happens? You're out of the game. Exactly. And if you're only dressing 45 people on, on, a, on a game day, you're hurting your team. That, there is no place for that. I mean, I'd, that is so non-professional and non-productive. And guess what it proves about your toughness? Or guess what it proves about your, you know, your, 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 how into it you are? Or guess what it proves about, you know, uh, uh, how much, you know, how much testosterone there is going on? None. It's non-productive. <laughs> I, I've never been with a coach that condoned it. When I was a head coach, uh-uh. It, it's a waste of time and energy. You only got so many days. They just wasted one. I told you, coaches hated. I, 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 I know. <laughs> so tell me about the dust ups, coach. Now the dust ups. The dust ups the, are going to yeah. dust ups are going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's going to happen. You know, and then and then mo- what happens is the guys go in and break it up, and then guess what you do as a coach after practice? You bring everybody together. You get those two that were in it, or those three that were in it, and say, "Hey, we good? We good? Mm-hmm. We go in that locker room. It, it's over." And yep. that's what you do. Look, it's just like fighting with your brother. I grew up with a brother. I mean, some of the most vicious fights I've ever had were not with somebody on the outside. They were with my brother. But when we were done, it was over, okay? Yep. But we both understood that. But you can't have a, a, a complete, just complete blow-up like that. As I said, that helps none. <laughs> Dust-ups are always going to happen in competitive sports especially on the, when you're on the same team and you've been living with the same dude now forever and ever and ever. And that's everybody what I was... gets a little, Everybody gets a little bit of sandpaper in those situations. Yes, but sir. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what is productive for where we're trying to go? Yep. And that's what I was just trying to explain. We were talking about it yesterday, Coach Mack. Um, and okay. I was explaining it to the listeners. Like, you got to understand, that, like you just said, the, the temperature, that matters. You're in there at 8 o'clock. For some, you're eating breakfast, you're going to weights, you're eating lunch, you're going to film, you're going to practice, you're going back to dinner, then you go home, get some rest, and you're doing that for 13, 14 consecutive days. Of course, for people that you love and go to war with, you're going to have the dust ups, but it's left right there on the field, and when you go in the locker room, nine times out of ten, that's going to become one of your best friends because it's a different type of a different type of respect that's laid on the line right there. That's 100% correct, but you don't disrupt what what you're trying to accomplish exactly yeah those types of things mean that that that, that helps you and you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right i mean and if you've ever well, people that have ever gone through it in, in in professional sports competitive athletics when you're that and here's the other thing too ron that i think people miss it's not only that you're hot and you're tired and you're seeing the same person everybody's on edge because guess what Somebody's not going to have a job when it's over. The job is on the line. Yes, sir. You better believe. No, no. Every day is an interview. Mm -hmm. And that that puts a little bit of tension in your string, too. Well, and the other thing is, like, in the Giants situation, I don't want my quarterback anywhere near that pile, man. Because, you know, from a Titans perspective, Ryan Tannehill hits somebody in the helmet or somebody, like, falls on his knee. Dude, everything you're hoping for takes a major hit. Look, I, I I lost I lost one of my best players when I was a head coach because of a two man fight between two bulls. Two Brahma bulls got together. 
and a fight and lost one of them for five weeks because he broke his hand hitting a helmet. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. And so what, what do you gain from that? Yeah. Yeah. So but, anyway, that's but coach, coach Mac, I think that's at that point. I appreciate that coach. Mac. I think that's when your veterans also step up and they have a, they have a sense oh. of what's going on as far as the competitive spirit and know, Hey, come on, young fella, cut that out. You know, or you got to deal with me. No, no. That's a respect right there. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I think the fight started because somebody cleaned somebody up after the yep. play. So that look, you can't play like that in the National Football League anyway, right? Mm -hmm. You're correct. Yep. Yep. Coach you Mike, how, how much better can, can Big Jeff get year two to year three? Well, once those pads came on, I mean, you saw a dude. As, as, soon, as soon as they started, as soon as they started half line drill, and as soon as they started, could really lock horns and get off and explode and and shock and shed and stuff. Uh, he shows up quick. Now, here's the other thing, Brent. When you ask me that question, people know from what the, he's just put on tape of who he is, and so he's not only going to have to learn how to improve himself technically. He's going to have to learn to deal with people knowing he's the dude. That makes a difference, too. So we'll see how he handles it. But the condition that he's in right now physically and the way he looks movement-wise and the way he looks explosion-wise, I'm liking that, too. Coach, I keep hearing about these wide receivers and how deep that position is. Could a Racy McMath maybe slide over to tight end just to, keep him, just to give him opportunity? No. All right, thank you. Leave him right where he is. The answer is no. Leave him right where he is. I mean, you can do multiple things. You know, he's going to be a he's going to be a core special teams guy. He'll probably be one of the best gunners in the league, in my humble opinion. When you look at him, but this guy, this guy has got. You're talking about you're talking. You're talking about a six three, two hundred and thirteen, fourteen pound dude that runs a legitimate four three. Now, there's not many of those humans on earth, and plus, the kid loves to work. You're speaking to Racing McMath without without question, Coach. Who's who's another guy you see stand out as, as far as um, the receivers units go? You know, you got guys that's you know we expect a vet like Julio Jones to, to take some days, but you see no, no, AJ no, those, Brown. Those guys are different. I mean, yeah, yeah those guys different. are different. Mm -hmm. Let's just mm -hmm. let's just those are elite players, and let's just you know, I think Marcus Johnson's done a nice job. You know, right. with the chances, you know, with the, with the chances that he's got. Uh, you know, that Fitzpatrick is a really nice prospect to look at. Here's what Rob Moore has over there. Those are long guys that can run, you know, the, the, and, 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 and there's a difference. And, and the, the cool thing about it is, again, let's go back to the start of this conversation uh -huh. about being able to learn from accomplished veterans. Think of the two accomplished veterans in that room that they have to learn from, both on and off the field. That's invaluable. Love it, Coach. Thanks for the visit. Always uh, enjoy uh, catching up with you and, and tell Doug and Larry we love them and, and uh, glad you guys are hanging out and working. Guys, great, great talking to you. Please, Ron, tell Ramon, Coach Mack, all on his side, split <laughs> the plate. I got you. I got you. He's listening to you too, Coach. He just texted me, so I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I'm going to stand in the box of the pat too. <laughs> see you, Coach. I, I'll see you. Bye. <laughs> You think that's a safe place to be? I, I'm not sure. I, I, I do know he goes to to pitching practice with with RJ quite a bit. So yeah, his his he, twelve year old. Yeah, oh, he, man. he may you may be safe, Brent. Yeah, his, I'm his, more worried about me. 
<laughs> now. Hind catcher. Yeah, y'all uh, trying to make him throw this heat. Austin Huff coming up. Uh, he wants to go in on Carson Wentz and the Colts. Uh, Joe Hunk mentioned the Colts may be calling uh, Phillip Rivers. He, he did say that he's staying in shape, but he also said he's going to coach the high school football team and he'll be ready after that. Well, Carson Wentz is probably going to be back right when that happens. So I don't know oh. that you invite that into the clubhouse, but we'll see. Coach Mack presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Austin Huff coming up. Sports betting, legal in Tennessee. I love that. I love local companies. Action247.com offers both. you got the Olympics going on. Ron Slay says he's like an Olympic betting savant. So I'm on fire. He's on fire. Uh, maybe you could be too. Maybe you haven't even thought about betting the Olympics. That'd be a reason to watch, right? Like, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I always say it's fun supplemental sports viewing. And it certainly is that. The Olympics uh, going on. Major League Baseball, you can do that. Minor League Baseball, you can bet on Minor League Baseball with the local company, Action247.com. Get signed up. Come down to the Sounds game tonight. You can bet on the game. Uh, and then uh, check it out from, um, I don't know, come sit with us uh, out with the people. And uh, you can uh, put something on, on the game and, and have some fun doing it that way as well. They also have, they being Action247.com, free-to-play games as well. You can win cash. Uh, that way too so check them out get signed up action247.com the apps are up and running uh, get them downloaded uh, from android or apple and you can uh, get that done action247.com must be 21 years or older and present in tennessee to bet for gambling problems support call the tennessee red line at We're just going to play the whole song. That's what happens when I, like, start to tweet things late. Got to go on and do it. And I'm like, I got to finish. I got to finish. Austin Huff is uh, is on the line for his weekly visit, and he is ready to rock and roll. He's either going to, according to him, talk about Carson Wentz always being injured or how the Magna Carta constituted a fundamental guarantee of privileges in 13th century England. Anybody want Magna yeah. Carta here? Yeah. No, well, nobody. Anybody want <laughs> Austin Huff to swing at Carson Wentz and the Colts? Uh, I'll yeah. take that for 200. What's up, Austin? How are you? Okay, well, that's good because uh, for the longest time, I used to get uh, the Magna Carta and the Mayflower Compact uh, mixed up. So I'm actually kind of glad you guys opted for Carson Wentz talk. Same. Well, that's like me with William Taft and, and James K. <laughs> oh, man. How are you guys? You guys doing well? Hey, we're good, man. We're sitting at a bar, not drinking, but that's okay. Everybody oh, else can have fun. That's tough. That's like my wife's pregnant right now, so she has to do a lot of that. Sit there and just watch me drink. So, oh man, <laughs> I miss the pregnancy days, man. I, you know, you you hope your wife gets pregnant just so you have a DD, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. And and now I have the you know, like she says, like, oh, well, I'm eating for two. Well, I'm drinking for two now. So technically, no like, it, that's my excuse. Turn up. Uh, what, what do you think about Carson Wentz and the Colts and foot surgeries and, and all of yeah. those things? Yeah, speaking of drinking, I'm sure Colts fans are uh, becoming best friends with a bottle right now. Uh, look, I will never laugh at a team when injuries strike. Injuries are the equalizer. They know no bounds. They can strike any team at any time. We all know this. Okay, It, it can happen to anyone. And God forbid something something happens to the Titans, like someone on the Titans goes down, like, I don't know, like Derrick Henry gets hurt. 
not only would I be an emotional wreck, but the Titans offense instantly would become the 2020 Falcons offense. Great receivers, great quarterback, but no running game. So I, I will never laugh when another team gets hit with injuries because I know how easy it could happen to my team. But with that said, the Colts injury situation is hilarious. <laughs> Carson <laughs> Wentz out five to 12 weeks. Are you kidding me? Like, has a team had worse quarterback luck over the last two seasons than the Colts? Which, well, I, I mean, I guess they, they haven't had any luck over the last two seasons, which is how we got here in the first place. But Andrew Luck retires, then Jacoby Brissett plays, then Phillip Rivers plays, then retires. And look, Colts, I hate to break it to you, but Curtis Painter ain't walking through that door, okay? And not to victim shame here, but this is all kind of on the Colts here, all right? You signed Carson Wentz. You can't be surprised when (laughs) injury-prone Carson Wentz gets injured. Carson Wentz starting the season injured is so on brand for him. It's like being shocked when Don Davenport doesn't show up to work because she's got hand, foot, and mouth disease. All right. <laughs> she's got a kid. And a lot of times she puts her foot in her mouth, which is, I assume, is how you get that disease. Oh. <laughs> hey, Derrick Henry does not run soft. Look, if <laughs> if Pete Wentz is oh, the front home. man for <laughs> if Pete Wentz is the front man for Fallout Boy, then Carson Wentz is the front man for ruled out boy. Carson Wentz's injury rap sheet is longer than a CBS receipt. All right. My man is meeting all his deductibles. This is a guy who has had a torn ACL and LCL, a stress fracture in his back, a rib hairline fracture, which I know Ron just perked up when he heard ribs and a broken (laughs) wrist in 2015. All right. This dude gets operated on so much. I'm surprised his nose doesn't light up red in the Eagles. One and only Super Bowl winning season. Carson Wentz was hurt for it. Okay. In his 2019 MVP caliber season, he suffered a concussion in the wild card game. Even last year, in the one season of his career where he did not suffer some sort of injury, he still lost his starting job in week 12 to a guy named Jalen Hurts. All right, You can't make this stuff up. And you can't sign Carson Wentz and then be surprised when he gets injured. That'd be like casting Matthew McConaughey in your movie and then being off-put by his laid-back demeanor and the number of times he says all right. Or, or it'd be like, like going on a weekend trip with Jason Voorhees and then being surprised when he chops you up into little pieces with the machete that he packed. Or, or worst of all, it'd be like leaving wings in your studio and then being surprised they're gone after the first hour of 3HL, as my man Ron sits back and You better believe it. <laughs> and again, look, I don't, I don't mean to victim shame here. But you can't sign Matt Schaub and be surprised when he throws pick sixes. You can't sign Phillip Rivers and not expect him to go on a paternity leave at some point during the season. And (laughs) you can't sign Carson Wentz and expect him to go week one through week 18 without paying a copay. This is on you, Colts. (laughs) There he is, Austin Huff. Tell him how you feel, Huff. Tell him how you feel. (laughs) At Austin Huff on Twitter. Uh, Proc Reg, uh, uh, Huff says, I would like to hear about how the English population in 1215 got the king to sign away some of his rights as king to the people. It eventually led to our Constitution. Ooh, slide <laughs> it to my DMs. We'll have a great discussion on that. <laughs> Your DMs are unbelievable. Um, by the way, is uh, Court Bat's tw- uh, uh, Instagram feed back up and running? Okay, so here's the deal. We are currently sitting on at Bats 2 as in like as if it's like some sort of bad sequel. 
uh, on Instagram at CorkBats2 on Instagram. We're sitting on it right now just in case we don't get it back in time for football season. But if anyone out there has any connections to Instagram, can help us get our Instagram account back. We are deactivated currently still. Hashtag free CorkBats. Help us out, people, please. We need it. We need it back for football season. When did you start cork bats? How long ago? Oh, gosh. Uh, we actually just hit. Uh, I mean, technically, from like the very first day, our very first blog was posted. We just hit our 13th birthday. So, Look uh, yeah, July, July 31st, 2008 was when the first blog went up. Now, granted, that was it was just for fun back then and didn't think it was going to kind of take on a life of its own as it has. But um, yeah. it's but, yeah. like uh, it's like uh, George Clooney with Casamigos. Like, he, he just created that. That tequila to give away to, to people as gifts. And, and I would say George Clooney makes a little bit more money on his tequila yeah. than well, I he's, do. He's, he sold it for a, over a billion dollars, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I mean, look, if anyone wants to buy cork bats for a billion dollars, again, slide up <laughs> to my DMs. <laughs> You'd be willing to listen. Huh? Uh, there he is, Austin Huff, at Austin Huff on Twitter uh, weekly with 3HL at 345. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, uh, there he is. Uh, when we come back, uh, Tennessee Volunteer Football hit the Braxville for the first day today. All right, let's Coach Heupel was fired up. We'll talk about it next to HL. Broadcasting live. Come see us. Come tailgate before the sounds doubleheader tonight at third and home. Drink lots of beer in front of us. We'll love you for it. We'll be right back.